You are listening to episode 25 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. This week's podcast episode is called, This Has to Stop. Unfortunately, this past week in the Twin Cities, we lost another amazing young physician mom. This is two physician moms who've died in the last four months in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. This has to stop. Women in their prime, women with young children, women who are admired by all who knew them. You guys, this is a problem. I did not know these statistics previously, but unfortunately now that my sister has died four months ago, I've dug in a little bit more, and today I'm going to share a little bit what I've learned, and then you'll understand why I'm saying this has to stop. Every year, we lose nearly 400 physicians to suicide. That is the equivalent of about two full med school classes. This is an outrage. Why are people not talking about it? I do know that some people are talking about it, and I know that there are you know, efforts underway to try to improve things. But I really fear that after coming off this pandemic, that things may get worse, and I don't want to see that. It's totally bad enough that we are losing nearly 400 physicians every year. That's one million patients who lost their physician in the last year. This has to stop. It must stop. There needs to be real change. I, for one, am fed up of being told that we need to be more resilient. Are you kidding me? We physicians made it through medical training. If you're a mom, you're damn resilient. I don't think that's ever the solution. Of course, We need reminders that it's important to take care of ourselves as human beings, and yet our hospitals and clinics often forget that. And I, for one, am fed up. I'm tired of feeling guilty for saying no to more, and I know that I'm not alone. Recently, on an online group, there were many women who said that in the last year, their hours in clinic have been expanded because of, you know, covid and wanting to make more revenue for the organization. And they didn't know how to say no. They didn't think that they could say no. And of course, as a physician, I'm all about making sure that we take care of the patients. However, I am fed up that we are not treated as human beings as well. We need to learn to take care of ourselves if our organizations don't take care of us, right? And yet, we the very dedicated, compassionate women and men who go into medicine are very driven. We want to be team players. And it's very hard for us to say no. It's very hard for us to say, hey, I'm exhausted. I need a break. 
This is what sets us up for mental health disorders, right? This is not even, you know, talking about all the challenges, the trauma that we deal with, the trauma that we're never taught how to deal with other than to push it down into the box of emotions and shove it under the bed. This is unacceptable. This has to stop. I think it is time for true culture change in medicine. It is simply and manifestly insufficient for an organization to say, hey, call this number if you need help, or join the yoga class we provide once a month. Real systemic changes must occur. Regular support needs to be offered. Protocols need to be developed and investments committed. Perhaps as importantly as tangible changes, the very culture of medicine must change. I think that we need to make these specific changes. Now, I know that I don't have all the answers and I can't change everything, but this is just what I've been thinking after losing my dear sister. I think to myself, what may have saved her? If having a loving, supportive family wasn't enough, what does she need? What do all of us need? I think that we need to adapt work hour limitations. Thank goodness we came up with that for the residents a few years back. And yet, for us attendings, there's no such thing. The week that my sister died, she had just come off a 36-hour call weekend where she was sitting in front of her monitors looking at one scan after another. She read nearly 400 scans in 17-hour segments. That, in my mind, is completely unacceptable. We also need to work on having access regularly for our mental health support. I personally think that it should be, if not mandated, at least provided and encouraged to attend regularly. I see a coach weekly, and I have no idea how I would have made it through the last two years if I didn't have somebody to share my mental health concerns with. Okay, I think that that should just be part of the benefits package, seeing a therapist or seeing a coach every couple weeks. Studies have proven that coaching is effective. The Journal of American Medical Association, August of 2019, showed that just three hours with a coach reduced burnout and increased self-compassion. Isn't that what we need? It's time to make this part of our daily working environment. I also think that we physicians need to be empowered. We are amazing, strong, resilient people, and yet many of us are high achievers and people pleasers. This sets us up for problem. We need to learn to gain back our agency and make decisions from an empowered self where we feel confident and certain that we can decide what's right for us, even if other people are disappointed. I think that is huge. What else do I think needs to be done? Um, those are the big ones, right? I think work hour restrictions. I think regular support for our mental health. And I think normalizing that mental health problems exist, right? We need to talk more openly about the fact that we deal with trauma regularly. We tell people bad news. We witness horrible accidents. All of the things that most people only see on TV, we deal regularly with regularly. And we need help to process that. This has to stop. What I ask of you today is to band together with a colleague. Ask how they're really doing. Commit to taking care of you. 
Now, of course, I want everyone to be you know, a squeaky wheel and go to their administration and say, hey, as an organization, what are we doing to prevent physician suicide? And for many of you, that's going to be uncomfortable. So I will be the loud squeaky wheel because, ladies, I'm not going to stop. This has to stop. We lost two physician mamas in the last four months in the Twin Cities. I know that there are many more across the nation, and it breaks my heart. And I know that no matter what we do, people still continue to die by suicide, right? But why we as physician women are two and a half to three times the risk is unbelievable, right? And so I think we need to start demanding more, and we need to stand up and ask for what we need. So band together, talk to a colleague, ask how they're really doing. If you don't already have a therapist or a coach, I highly advise it to have somebody to speak with. Friends are phenomenal, and yet friends often agree with what our brain is telling us, right? And a coach or a therapist can help you see how sometimes our brain tells us lies and how that makes us feel worse. So this is just my plea. Band together. I'm going to be coming back in the next episode or two with another woman who is very much a physician advocate, and we will offer resources, how you can join up, because it's time, ladies. It's time to rise up and share our stories. An uprising is afoot. We need to share our stories and come together and demand change. The time is now. This has to stop. Until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.